if you haven't heard about my throne league, the fantasy football throne on Instagram, then you haven't heard about probably the biggest fantasy football expert league in the industry. I created it last year. This is year two. It's just 12 experts. But the catch is instead of watching us 12 battle it out with our egos against each other, guess what the twist is? We turn to you, the followers of each of our own communities. We go to a vote every single time we're on the clock. That means it's a a month-long draft. We get through less than a round a day because there's like a a, between a two- and a six-hour timer to allow for voting. It's supposed to take a long time. We're supposed to be on the clock for a while because it's fun. It's engaging. You guys get to draft our teams, and we go to war with those teams week in and week out. That's what's fun about the throne. That's what's unique about the throne. You guys control everything. And we got the 1.6 overall draft slot. Who do we draft? Let's get to it. Okay, so we had the 1.6, and we this is how the draft went as, as follows. McCaffrey went one. No surprise there. Barkley went two. No surprise there. There was a little bit of a, a, a curveball at the three spot because Kamara went number three. Now, Kamara can earn that. I don't hate the pick, but but Zeke Elliott's locked into my number three, without question. And and Zeke even has this new protection in his value now where he's contracted COVID-19. And while a lot of people have been talking about how that's a negative, the guy's going to build up an immunity toward this thing. And if it, if it, if it spreads rap, rapidly through the NFL during the season, he will be very, very low risk of catching it again, if you can even catch it again. There, there's debate whether you could even catch it again. Some people have caught it twice, they say, but then other people have refuted that, saying they just had a false negative in between two positive tests. They were never truly over it. So, honestly, don't listen to anybody that tells you with concrete confidence that that they know that you can or cannot catch it again. We don't know. We, we do know what is a fact is that you build up antibodies against this thing if you do catch it. So Zeke Elliott, especially given the the pristine physical condition he's in, he will be less likely to catch COVID again. That is an advantage. That means he's safer than ever. (laughs) And he cements himself into my number three. Just pour cement around it. He's the number three. Number three overall pick. And if you pair him with Tony Pollard, he might be the safest running back duo to own in all of 2020. I'm not saying draft Zeke ahead of McCaffrey and Barkley. I'm merely saying that if you have Pollard and Elliott, you're more bulletproof than anybody in the entire NFL with your running back one. Just absolutely bulletproof. So Zeke's my number my number three. But he went number four. Camaro went three. Now the real shocker here, last year we had David Johnson go number one overall to the counselor. That was crazy. Um, and it's hard to imagine the communities coming together and voting on that. <laughs> Um, so there was some controversy about whether that was the, the actual follower vote or that was the expert driving that pick all by himself. Who knows? But but this year, the surprising first round pick, number five overall, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, very, very surprising to go that high. Number six was us. At that point, we were staring at Mike Thomas in the face. Very, very hard to consider anybody else. But at the same time, this is a very running back heavy league, and, and we knew that. I had that knowledge going in. I shared it with my followers, you guys. And if you were there and present during this 
this draft selection that I did live on YouTube. Now we're currently at like pick 10. So it takes a long time. If you, if you missed out on this round, you can jump in anytime. Follow me on Instagram at the fantasy football show. Follow me on YouTube, smitty1.com. Um, if you want to get involved in the round two pick, the round three pick, this is going to take a long time to get through. It's not too late for you to get involved in this awesome league. That's literally got the buzz of, of no league that I could find. Um, this thing is just super, super popular and, and it just caught on so quick with everybody being involved in every pick at the 1.6. We went to vote. We discussed it. We debated it on YouTube live. Um, on my smitty1.com YouTube show, which is just the video version of this audio podcast. So make sure you check it out, smitty1.com. And we came to the conclusion that based on the knowledge I had about this group, given that everybody saw this group draft last year in the Throne League, um, we only replaced one owner. And so we know the tendencies of everybody involved. They're very running back, running back heavy. In fact, a handful of these guys will go running back, running back, running back. They will go robust running back approach. Uh, and therefore, if we were to take Mike Thomas, who I love, he, on paper, he's the pick, right? At 1.6, almost the steal. It it left us really, really worried about a running back one in the second round. And do we force ourselves to go with a player we don't love? So we had to ask ourselves, and we went through this in a couple of different mock scenarios um, and we forced the computer to pick it at certain spots to make sure it mirrored the throne order. It had McCaffrey one, Barkley two, Camara uh, three, um, Elliot four, and Chubb five. And then we mock drafted from there doing def- different scenarios and came to the conclusion that the receivers available, obviously in three and four, like I've talked all offseason long with DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, um, Chark, are so deep that you can fill your wide receiver one and two spots very well there, even though on paper they'll look lesser than other people's wide receivers. In the end, they won't be. DK is going to be as good as anybody in the 6 to 15 range, I think, or at least the 8 to 15 range in 2020. I think Chark, same thing. Chark's a top 12 to 15 guy, I think, at a minimum. He could be better than that. I think uh, uh, A.J. Brown's going to be top 5 to 10. Like, these are these are players that you can get in the third and fourth round. So, you can't get running backs with that appeal in the third and fourth round. The only guy I can think of that has top 10 running back upside that late uh, is, is Melvin Gordon, who will definitely look to grab later, I think. But we went through the scenarios, and basically it's Mike Thomas, and then we're left with the option of going wide receiver again, Pat Mahomes. Then what do we do at running back? It's going to be hard to win this league when there are a, there's a flex spot, two running backs, and three wide receiver spots. This can be hard to win this league if people are starting three running backs and you have nobody. You know, you can't even fill that running back two spot. So we did the scenarios and we looked at do we do we like Mike Thomas and Miles Sanders, who I'm not a big fan of in the second round, but my community is probably more inclined to draft him in the second round if the running back pool thinned out. Uh, do we like so that was like the scenario we keep running into. Now Drake Eckler or Drake could fall. I doubt they do, but if they do then Mike Thomas and Eckler would have been fantastic. Mike Thomas and Drake would have been fantastic. Looking back, we might say that might have been the best approach. I get that. But at the same time, you have to ask yourself, I'm the best player available guy. So Mike Thomas is my, my I lean Mike Thomas here. But at the same time, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry was in the convo, but Dalvin Cook is just about as good. Now the holdout makes him a risk. We have to take on that risk. We have to try to get Madison but the bottom line is Dalvin Cook is 
arguable, if he wasn't holding out, arguable, like four overall and Mike Thomas five overall. So when people say that Mike Thomas was the for sure pick, I disagree with that in the sense that if you assume that that Cook isn't going to hold out, if you take that risk on and you're not worried about it, and you're going to get Madison, um, which we'll try to do, I'm giving away that we took Cook here. We thought that Cook was the better choice because we could get Cook and Godwin, Cook and, you know, whatever wide receiver there in a worst case scenario. Cook and Hill, Hill could fall with this group. They're so running back heavy. I just feel like, and it also gives us an opportunity if we wanted to go Lamar Mahomes in the in the seventh pick in the second round, we'd have that option. If we went wide receiver, we wouldn't be able to do that. So I feel I felt like Cook and Godwin felt better than Mike Thomas in the in the shot that we wouldn't have a Drake or an Eckler because I think Mike Thomas and Sanders. While you might like Sanders and that's fine, that's preference. I think Cook and Godwin is a lot safer. I think Cook and Mahomes is a lot safer. Um, so that's how we, that's where we went with it. It was a group decision after the I mean, it was a I would say ten point or a ten vote win for. Cook over Henry. Mike Thomas wasn't even the second choice because that thinking led everybody down a path of taking either Cook or Henry. And so Mike Thomas caught up later after the poll had been closed or we, you know, we locked in the pick um, and then Cook pulled away. So (laughs) Cook pulled away by 30 or 40 votes about two hours later. My thinking there is that we had some sabotaging going on within the other throne communities, which is kind of fun and also not warranted or not wanted because we want this thing to be legit. But I, I firmly believe that communities are so strong, like my community, for example, sabotaging. There is not going to be enough organization on the other uh, fantasy football analyst communities level to, to really change anything. Maybe if it's a neck and neck vote, they might sway it. But. They tried to sway this vote. I think a community below us wanted Cook badly because Cook was having a tough time pulling away within that that early window of voting. But as soon as we made the pick and, and locked in Cook, everyone, I think, gave up on that sabotage effort. And then Cook just pulled away. The natural vote kicked in. And so looking back, even the people in the comments that say, I can't believe we didn't go Henry. Oh, my God, Mike Thomas was the pick there. Like acting like it's the worst decision ever or that we made a huge mistake when ultimately the people spoke Dalvin cook won by about a 70, 65, 70%, you know, vote percentage. When you looked at it three hours into the voting and an hour after we locked it down, cause we voted for less than an hour. We voted for like more like 15, 20 minutes. And after we looked at it three hours later, it's literally a 70, 65, 70% favor toward cook. So if you don't like it, like it, you know, I get it. I get if you're on one of those other sides, but it's funny when the stance is that it was an awful pick. We made a mistake when, when literally 65, 70% of the, the community of the fantasy football show said, cook is the pick cooks, the pick. The question is going to be, are you going to be there for pick two? It's probably going to happen at some point today. Today is uh, Saturday, um, June 20th. And if you want to get involved in round two, Make sure you get on over to Instagram, look up the fantasy football show doc or look up the fantasy football show. If you want to watch it on YouTube, go to smitty1.com or the fantasy football show 
youtube.com. Either one of them is going to take you to my YouTube channel. And get involved in this vote. Let's craft this team the way you want it. And are we going to have Cook and Godwin? Or are we going to have Cook and, and Mahomes or Lamar? Or are we going to have Cook and Drake or Eckler? If they fall, if Drake or Eckler fall, I can guarantee I'm going to be advocating for that. Now, I won't always be able to sway my audience. My audience is going to follow me for a reason. We're like-minded, right? So nine times out of ten, we are going to come to the same conclusion. Or I might be able to sway the vote a little bit. And that's part of the fun in this throne league. People saying, Smitty, you shouldn't be involved if it's the follower league. This is the whole point. Communities coming together. Together, You have your fearless leader trying to help guide and, and steer the ship. And, and it's just a fun time. So I appreciate all of you. Let's get on over to Smitty1.com and the Fantasy Football Show on Instagram, right? And let's get to it. 